Welcome to My Turn Podcast, a gaming podcast. <laughs> hey, she fucked it up. Actually, Erin, why didn't you try it? Go on. Oh my God. All right. Well, pressure. Welcome to My Turn Podcast. A gaming podcast hosted by extra competitive siblings. My name is Erim, and I am the oldest sister of the of the siblings. And I am joined today by my littlest brother, Jem. <laughs> <laughs> Did I do it? You're such a numpty. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's dive in. Let's dive in. Uh, yeah, so this is a gaming podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, my name's Jem. As Erim said, he's Erim. He's also a numpty. What can hey. we say? Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's true, but hey. <laughs> um, from this podcast, you can expect recommendations, reviews, laughs and arguments, because as we said in our tagline, we are extra competitive. Um, we've got a couple of great games to review and chat about for you today. Uh, what are we going to start with, Erin? Um, well, we're going to start with a game that you're playing and that I'm very much interested in. The new Far Cry. Ooh. Oh, the new Far Cry! Yeah. Um, yeah, so I've been playing Far Cry 6, as has a lot of people. It is. It only came out a few weeks ago and I have taken a deep dive into the game. Um, before I start chatting yes. about it, Erin, you've played which Far Cry games previously? Um, I've played number four, which I absolutely loved. And then I think uh, the second part of number five, what was it called? Is it? Oh, I can't even remember. Far Do Cry you know five. What? No, no, no. The second part of it. Oh, yes. The kind of reskinned Far Cry 5, yeah, the, which was cool. Like, honestly, I've forgot it had flowers everywhere <laughs> yeah there were flowers yeah um honestly it was so forgettable with I the twins it. yeah i i yeah i <laughs> honestly cannot remember what it was called and that's terrible i know um, so hopefully uh far cry's really done a bit of a revival here because you know i feel like since number four well mind you you said primal's been really good but I loved Primal and that doesn't have uh, guns. if you listen to this podcast, you've probably heard me gushing about Primal before I've reviewed it mm. a couple of years ago. Um, I love Primal because I am a big fan of non-mechanized warfare and obviously Primal was set in sort of prehistory. Um, it's very tribal. You're making weapons out of sticks and twigs and you have like a badass bird of prey that drops bombs on people you know you're using poison darts tomahawks <laughs> i love it and as i always say my favorite thing was riding around on a saber-toothed tiger oh wow so. <laughs> <laughs> but i honestly think i'm the only person that loves primal as really? much as i love primal yeah mm. i don't think i've ever met anyone who, lo who loves it as much as i do but i absolutely loved it yeah i, loved my it. I was game sad friends, when it was they, over yeah out of my game of friends it's not one that people go on about it's normally number three or number four i think are like the real yeah. you know classics of that uh series um so i am gonna give you a little nutshell of what this you're not gonna ask me what i'm gonna talk about, about before <gasps> oh we get i'm sorry it. yeah oh, so oh, oh i'm sorry oh actually do you know what good segue of far cry primal yeah um, exactly what are you talking about today, Erin? Once I... <laughs> oh, it's, it's um, become one of my favourite party games. It's actually a game called Poetry for Neanderthals. And I 
thoroughly recommend it because especially after a few drinks, it's fucking hilarious. Do you get to ride around on a saber-toothed tiger? No, but you do get to hit people with a nose stick. (laughs) 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 And as always with our family, that led to blood and tears. But, you know, it was funny. Amazing. (laughs) I cannot wait to hear about that. But shall we get into Far Cry 6? Yeah, now we can talk about your game, Jim. So, thank you. Far Cry 6, Um, in a nutshell. Yeah, I'm going to... In a nutshell. um, (laughs) For this game, I'm going to pick a... Brazil nut. A Brazil nut, okay. Yeah, it's not, the game isn't set in Brazil, but it is of the Latin X variety setting. So oh. I feel like a Brazil nut is quite near. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know a lot about nuts, so I'm going to have to go really basic with my nut uh, I mean, I'm guessing a Brazil nut comes from Brazil, right? No, it doesn't. Does it not? No. Are you lying to me now? Yes. You literally don't know. <laughs> You've got no idea where it comes from. Well, you know. All I know well, about Brazil th- nuts is they've got a really hard shell and there's only like one rodent that can yeah. naturally open it or something. Well, it's I mean, got special teeth. The reason, I might have made that up actually. The reason I'm saying no and that it's a lie is because peanuts are a lie. They're not even real nuts. They're just poses. No. So, you know, Legumes, probably Brazil nuts are actually from Argentina or something. Well, maybe they are. Maybe. I don't know. Little I guess that's that's a review for Nutty Liars. <laughs> nutty Liars. <laughs> anyway, oh, and carry it's a shame on. Tim's not here today because he can't do his tasty tipples at the end. Maybe we can have a go. All right, yeah, okay. <laughs> My cocktail knowledge again is probably not going to be that great, but you know, I, I'll I'll try and hold down the fort, so to speak. Yeah, because we have for anyone who who uh, is listening for the first time or is jumping back in after a break uh, from my turn podcast, we have our honorary sibling Tim, who is a regular on the pod, um, and he has started a new segment for series five called Tim's Tasty Tipples, yeah, where he recommends a drink to go with the games that we have reviewed in that episode. So we might try and just do it ourselves and let him judge us next time we see him. <laughs> That's a good one, actually. <laughs> yeah, who can get the better score? let's gamify it why not oh oh my gosh (laughs) let's do some voting um but yeah let's get back on track back on track we segue too hard erin we segue too hard (laughs) um so in my brazil nut uh here we go far cry 6 is a 2021 action adventure first person shooter game developed by ubisoft toronto and published by ubisoft uh this is obviously the sixth main installment of the far cry series but as erin did explain there were other spin-offs and things yeah. and reskinning and the, the one with flowers that we can't remember what it's called um so it is the it is the proper successor to 2018's far cry 5 and this was released on the 6th of october 2021 and i am playing on the xbox series x oh but it is available on all the things okay very nice i think it's ex- i think except switch but you, you wouldn't want to play this on a Switch, so you're good. Okay. <laughs> so what were your expectations going into the game? Okay, so uh, if you listen to our review on Far Cry 5, uh, you'll know I didn't like it very mm. much. Um, if you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it. Uh, it was quite fun. Um, so I was very, let's say, nervous about this game. Um, I love for and Primal... So I wanted it to be more like those mm-hmm. and I wanted to care about my character and I wanted to care about the, wor- the world I was in 
and the kind of characters and side quests and things like that, which I didn't really at all in Far Cry 5. So did, did you... my expectation was I I wanted it to be better yeah. and I thought it was going to be better. Yeah. Okay. So speaking as, as someone who played the like extensions and number five, Far Cry don't try or whatever i don't know um <laughs> did you not just we should probably just look up what it's called <laughs> no it's more fun this way we'll, we'll try and remember okay. is it right, like right, new right, dawn right, or right. something yeah that's is it. it no wait wait is it i don't know let's uh let's keep yeah, it a mystery let's say, yeah okay <laughs> I, yeah no i think that's right let's try and come up right. with i got many... excited and then i was like am i getting confused with horizon zero dawn oh maybe oh shit oh god <laughs> it's so forgettable it's so forgettable <laughs> i know i thought oh this looks pretty and then realized it was just a reskinned version of five and was like yeah I'm, yeah I'm, no i'm out but th this this <laughs> kind of brings me back to my point like did you find that five far cry five for some reason the fact it was very american really really put me off um yeah and i don't know like there was something about far cry four i can't even remember where the place was called but it was like um, it was like the Himalayas and no, stuff, it, wasn't it's it? Not, or Nepal? No, it's it's a fictional place, remember, yeah, but... kind of based on, on those areas. Mm. But I loved that and I loved like how the characters, like all the NPCs were, like they had this weird kind of culture about them where they were o overly polite but then also shot each other and killed each other <laughs> it's just like quite charming <laughs> whereas the american i just found a bit corny and cheesy so yeah um, you found it charming that people were nice to your face and then stabbed you in the back no no they were they were generally very <laughs> polite like i mean especially pagan min like he was the he was the most lovely bad guy ever i mean he the first yeah, thing that happened is you sat down and had a meal with him and if you were a very good boy you won the game yeah, I did it. I did the 15 minute sit. Yeah. <laughs> to see that ending. It was actually really good. So I love like, that. I, was like, oh, I love that quirky what's, charm. What's the point of the rest of the game? Yeah. Like... <laughs> but my point is. By far... the way, we're, we're going full spoilers for all previous Far Cries because they're old games. So, oh, yeah. If sorry. You paid, but we won't, we won't spoil six. Um, yeah. So, so does yeah, Far Cry but... uh, six have. Uh, did you expect the charm to be back? Is what I'm trying to ask. I did because I think the the overwhelming feedback for five was we don't like anyone in this uh also the massive sort of discord between um the really serious undertones mm. of the main missions and the main story thread and the weirdly stupid like sometimes hilarious but just really out of place side missions yeah where you were doing things like getting the testicles from i can't remember what animal it was like a cow or a pig or something to, to like a Barry White soundtrack. Like just weird <laughs> little, there were, the side missions were so weird mm. and some were sort of funny, but then then others were sort of horrific. So it yeah. was just like, I, I just, yeah. Not a working But I agree with you. The, the fact that it was all in Montana mm. um, in the States, the landscape was almost all the same. Yeah. Um, and everyone you met was some variety of redneck type caricature mm. so even the good the good people or those who are posited as good didn't seem that different from those who are posited as bad mm. but not with but with no nuance like it was just i thought it was a mess personally yeah i, I just thought it was a mess like yeah okay well yeah all right so well i guess that brings us on to <laughs> what does the game do very good then 
what did I like? Well, this game. Okay, there's a lot to talk about, so bear with me. Mm -hmm. um, so basically, you are stuck into the game quite early on as a young, uh, you're an orphan, you're an adult, but you're like a young adult, and um, you are dropped into this game into a place called Yara, which is kind of based on Cuba. Yeah. So, but it is, a, again, it's a fictional place. Um, but it's got that kind of feel of the politics of Cuba, um, the sort of the way that that's been isolated from the rest of the world. And also some, there's, there's kind of the seeds of corruption in the government and that's sort of what you're fighting against. Um, and you basically get taken on very early on as a guerrilla fighter, uh, as part of the resistance, because yeah. some of what the government is doing is growing. And this is not a spoiler, it's right at the beginning. They're growing a type of tobacco, mm. which um, also is used medicinally to cure cancer, but gives you cancer, I think, Wait. when you're you're in the fields working, oh. like harvesting it. And so basically it's sort of a... It's, being held as a, a medicine, it's making the country richer, which is what the government wants. Yeah. And they're kind of touting it as we're going to make our country better. We're going to help the poor, da, 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 da. But what you see very early on is that there is corruption in that government and they seem to not care about the workers who are getting sick oh. farming this stuff and the, the chemicals that they're using um is making people sick so there's so there's a lot of complexity in the story mm. really early on where you're like there's levels here because you can see and this is what i like about this baddie so um the main baddie is voiced and resembles um Giancarlo Esposito who you might know from like Gus. Uh, breaking bad yeah exactly my favorite baddie um yeah so I yes it, he's a really great baddie a bit like the one from four because there's nuance to his agenda mm. like you can see that he's not very nice but at the same time some of the speeches he makes during the game yeah. you can see the nuance in the political perspective of we can't make anything better without making money in order to make money we have to do this yeah and so sure there'll be some casualties along the way but do a little like evil to, to do a little good. To... Exactly. Yeah. Um, but but you're kind of posited as the like hero uh, in the hero brigade. Yeah. And they even say like, we do not expect to make the country better by winning. Mm. We will, the country will still need to do stuff. This isn't the end. And I think that that was really nice from the writers mm. to have that level of, um understanding of how like politics and revolutions actually work yeah it's not just kill the bad guys and everything's better overly simplistic they, then isn't it yeah. yeah and they say it a lot and also you come across characters who are much older who've already fought revolutions and yeah. been leaders of resistance and stuff like that and they have their own input in into what they made better and what they're never going to see change because they'll be dead before that happened like so it's really interesting and i thought it was really nice that they handled it in that way really early on mm. so you get this idea that yes you're you're kind of posited as the protagonist and you have an antagonistic force that you're fighting against and there is some clearly bad stuff happening from the leadership's perspective but all through the game and all of the side like the kind of side characters or peripheral characters that yeah. you meet that kind of flesh out the main missions 
there's a lot of nuance in all of them and I really like that. So just getting into the game straight away, the story immediately much, much better. Oh, well brilliant. Done. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> fantastic. Um, okay. I mean, I, I hope I don't go off to a different topic. Um, does does this bring anything new to the gameplay at all? Is there any new elements yes. that are introduced, actually? Yes. So the most obvious thing is you see more of your character. So in general, in Far Cry games, they're first-person shooters. This is still that. Yep. Um, when you are in the map, out exploring the world on missions, you see your gun and occasionally a bit of hand. Um, what you do get in this game, though, is great cutscenes where you see your own character. So in previous Far Cry titles, you've been in a cutscene as like a viewer yeah. and you don't see yourself apart from in menu. And it's really weird. And I remember in six, I think that you at the beginning of the game, you spent ages like picking your outfit or picking what gender you or can't, I can't even remember. But I, sorry, in five, oh, okay. um, you there was some option to like change your clothes and stuff, yeah. but you literally never saw your character. So what was the damn point? <laughs> Um, so I think you'd only see your character playing co-op. Yeah. So other people would see your character basically. But in this game, you see your character. Your Dani your character is called Danny Roja. Yeah. Um, which I love. Have you been watching Ted Lasso? No, I haven't. Oh, okay. If you watch Ted Lasso, uh, th there's a character in that called Danny Roja, uh, who says football is live. Um, but anyway, <laughs> I digress. Is uh, it but I just in love that, that character at all? Then no, oh. they've just got the same name. <laughs> But um, the name's great because it's a, it's a gender neutral name. Yep. And so right at the top, you can pick to play with the female or the male skin. Um, I pick female. She looks fucking badass. Um, <laughs> and you get to see her a lot. And I think that adds so much. Mm. So when you hear her talks, great voice acting. Mm -hmm. um, the voice actress, I forgot her name, but she's like half Turkish, half Latin oh. X but I don't know what country from. But yeah, Fun she's mix. half Turkish. And I was like, ah, oh, like us. Uh, yeah, exactly. oh. <laughs> Immediately made me like her more. Um, but uh, yeah, really great voice acting. And you just feel mm. something for Danny because you see Danny. Mm. Um, whereas in the previous games, I think it was really hard to sort of care about your character. Your character was just a vehicle to get you through stuff. Yeah. Whereas in this, you're like, I don't, I don't want Danny to be sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want Danny to kick some ass here. Um, <laughs> And you also see your character in camps. So there's like three main camps, oh, oh no, sorry, four main camps that are established in the map. And when you get into the camp, so these are areas where you can do your weapons admin, mm -hmm. buy stuff, upgrade things, um, and pick up sort of some main missions from certain main characters. Yeah. Uh, you see Danny there as well. Okay. So you go into third person for certain certain sequences. Okay. Which is cool. Yeah. And that's a, that's a massive difference. Um, the other big difference is that there's no, um, like, uh, what's the word? Um, skills tree. Yeah. That's what I'm looking for. Oh, Sorry. Okay. I am so, slightly hung over. Oh God. Little caveat. It's Monday. <laughs> what were I you doing? What were you doing? <laughs> I was out with the uh, honorary brother Tim last night. What? Drinking cocktails? <laughs> Wine and wine and beer. Oh, 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 oh God! <laughs> We're at the Royal Opera House. It was culture. Anyway, we digress. Fair enough. Um, 
So, I mean, it, it sounds like because... Yeah, I, so there's no skills stream, yeah. basically, which which is kind of good because that's like another layer of admin that you've got to worry about. Which skill am I going to pick to upgrade when you so don't have to worry about how, that? How do you develop in the game? Do you develop or is it just access to better weapons as you go? Yeah, like you level up and as you level up. So there's sort of, there's XP. Mm. Um, as you level up, you just you just get better weapons and harder enemies. So... It's it's just a progressively more challenging game, yeah. but you are rewarded incrementally with better stuff. Okay. So it, it feels like a much more relaxed way of leveling up than yeah. having to worry about, am I going to put all my skills tree points into stealth? Yeah. Or, or being, being intelligent. Or, yeah. yeah, exactly. Like you haven't got to worry about any of that stuff. There is weapons upgrading um so you do have to collect resources for that but you don't have to collect resources like in previous games for like medicine or baits mm. like they've got rid of those things so it feels a bit more streamlined yeah so that's that's another big difference and yep. animal friends are back yay what animals yeah. have you ridden or um, used? no well a zebra a zebra um. you can ride a zebra <laughs> it's a painted horse but yeah oh <laughs> But it, you unlock it quite early on in the game and you can basically ride around on a horse that's been painted to look like a zebra. Aww. Um Yeah, there's a lot of uh like in the the last couple of Far Cries, there's you can drive cars, motorbikes, yeah. hovercrafts, yeah, helicopters, yeah, yeah, yeah. planes, horses. Um yeah, this one there's a lot of horses. I like I like the horses because you can get around the mountainous regions quite well. Oh, is it like um, a Skyrim horse where you can just like ride up a vertical mountain? Not quite. The horse will buck and kick you off. Oh, really? If you're a bit, yeah, or if there's like predators around. They the don't make horses like off. they used to from Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> like, the that Skyrim horse can go horse anywhere. Can go through a wall. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I occasionally get stuck in a wall. You'd be like, <laughs> yeah. what am I doing now? <laughs> and then there'd just be a bear sound or a rabbit <laughs> flying through the sky. <laughs> oh, that game. <laughs> oh, Skyrim. Um, but yeah, back to the animal friends. That's something I loved about Primal because I use my animals strategically in Primal yep. to plan assaults. So you could go from aerial, like uh, dropping bombs on people to uh, getting stealthy big cats in or just sending a bear in to distract everyone. Send in uh, this the bears. game, that animal. I mean, I'll come on to how I feel about them. But the animals, you've got, um, I think you get five animal friends in total. So you kind of unlock them as you go. You start mm. with one who's an alligator called Guapo. Guapo, And handsome. he's amazing. Yeah, he's, um, he's amazing. He um, he wears a t He's got a little t-shirt on. An alligator what? wearing a t-shirt. <laughs> how does... And he's like a tank, Who basically. put the t-shirt so... on the alligator? Comes with a t-shirt. Wow. He's someone's pet, like he's he's a pet tame alligator, but um, he's a, he's a kind of tank animal. So you just sort of send him in, and you can level you can level the animals up. And so when he's fully maxed out with his with his leveling, he will um, he can get killed and then revive himself. Wow, that in the is middle a of a fight pretty... and just take people out for you. Yeah, wow. Yeah, he's Beast. really good. Uh, and then the animal that everyone saw a lot of in the promo was a sweet little um, dachshund called uh, Chorizo. He's oh. <laughs> a little, he's basically a dachshund in a kind of wheelchair and he's absolutely adorable. And his power is distracting enemies by being cute. Oh, why is he in a wheelchair? Does his legs not work? His back legs don't work. Oh, that's so, so he, he wheels cute. around. 
Yeah, and when you're going around the map with him, you can hear like, <laughs> he's got like squeaky wheels. <laughs> he is really cute, but yeah. there's only so much distract an enemy that you're going to use in this game yeah. because it every. I'll come to this. Everything turns into a fight. So um, either way, it, it sounds like a very diverse game. So yeah. you know, kudos and you, to you've them got, um, for including. I also want to discuss. Yeah, I also want to discuss discuss Chicharron, which is one of my highlights of the game. Chicharron is a cockerel, um, a rooster, yep. if you're American, um, and Chicharron is a crazy motherfucker. Like this cockerel will just pick a fight with anyone and the mission when you first get him is the most chaotic and hilarious bit of gameplay i think i've ever had in my life oh really it is like basically you're told to go and get him by his owner because he's like disappeared off picking a fight somewhere like literally picking a fight like he'll just go up and peck soldiers and start a massive gunfight like, it's just crazy <laughs> but like this mission to get chichar on is one of the most joyful things i've ever done in the mm. game you are literally chasing him around the landscape and he's just like running up to soldiers and starting a fight and obviously when they turn around you're they there see you. chasing after him so then they're trying to shoot you and this cockerel's just just picking fights like going down the road Road, like attacking someone's car but like poking someone in the face with its claw it will jump up and like f attack them with his yeah. claws and flap about it's crazy um and then you end up in this massive shootout basically because of this stupid chicken oh my god <laughs> it's really funny i want that um, uh, that sounds so like that's that would a, be that's my a favorite kind of, pet yeah he's mad he's mad and yeah. he's really really funny character and he's a, a sort of chaotic fighter yeah. so um, one of his powers is kind of chaos, <laughs> chaos fighting, <laughs> uh, as far as I can tell. Um, and then you get Boom Boom, who is the same dog mm -hmm. from uh, Far Cry 5. He was called Boomer in Far Cry 5. Okay. And you unlock him in this game. And he's got a little tag saying he's been shipped from Montana. Oh. So it literally is the same dog. Yeah. Um, and he's great. He's a stealth uh, animal who like collects stuff for you and highlights highlights where there's resources okay. and things and he's stealthy and quiet so quite resourceful and, the, and, the, and useful yeah then. and then there's a big cat that you unlock which is it's something you probably get a bit later in the game which is like this beautiful panther and it's kind of a ghost cat mm. it's really cool and it reminded me a bit you know because you get the white or there's that bit with the white tiger isn't there in far cry 4 yeah in the, you know, that kind of sequence where, what, you where you're like a white, are you like, or is it a, what, a snow leopard? I think it is where you're like, are you, is it when you're drugged up or something? Is yeah. That right? Yeah. I, yeah. Like I was like, when you get this panther, like it sort of reminded me a bit of that. Oh. But, um, yeah. That, there's a lot of cool animal friends. Oh, brilliant. Um, anyway. So these are all my positives. Yes. I was going to say, let's, let's move on because we're, <laughs> we spend a lot of time talking about the positives. So I'm sure we're going to get a very good rating out of this game. If I get a four, mm. I'm going to be very disappointed with you. But anyway, uh. as with most things in life, like no matter how good it is, there's always some sort of negatives. So please indulge us. What What is still not quite right for you in this game? Um, Negatives. Mm. I personally wish that my weapons like accessibility was a bit better. Yeah. You've got a kind of a weapon wheel... You have to sort of plan your loadout, as they say, yeah. before you go into things. But every single fight ends up being the same. So this is this is a slight negative for me. Yeah, is that every every fight is the same? 
you'll yeah. try and go in stealthily you'll tag everyone um so you've got your you've got your sniper rifle equipped or your bow and arrow trying to be stealthy um then someone will notice you something will go wrong and uh if anyone can access an alarm or if there's a officer there they will alert uh, air support and within seconds there'll be a helicopter you'll be getting bombarded oh then cars will come in with extra soldiers and like literally every fight is the same and until you get to a point where you've got a really good sniper rifle mm. or you know you've really got your stealth leveled up and because of that you set yourself up for stealth oh yeah the other thing is you constantly have to change outfits because your outfits um, all have different properties. Okay. And instead of being able, this is one bad thing about not being able to adapt or craft um, specific weapons to how you play or specific yeah. outfits to how you play. There's like literally an outfit for stealth, an outfit for fast movement, an outfit for fishing, oh. an outfit for hunt. Like it is that kind of binary. Yeah. Um, so then you, there's just so much admin during a fight. So like you've got to get out of your stealth gear, put your like good armor on, then rattle through your billions. Like there is a lot of guns towards the end of yeah, the game. Yeah, because you know, so during a gunfight, through... sometimes you just need to get changed. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, just, right. Just I know, my, it's stupid. It's really on. annoying. Yeah. So then you've got to like decide which machine gun you're, you're going to use and which shotgun. And all the enemies have things that they're vulnerable to, but you get, all of them in a fight so yeah. it's not like you're only going to be against enemies that are vulnerable to like armor piercing bullets you will always be against enemies that are vulnerable to soft rounds armor piercing mm. poison flame like and you it, you don't have enough slots on your weapon wheel to like have all of those things equipped mm. and the most annoying thing is you have a mandatory sidearm equipped at all times yeah. but i just never use my sidearm why so is it useless? So that's like taken one away. Basically, yeah, yeah, it's just like a pistol. Oh, okay. Or an automatic pistol. Um, it's only good for if you're going down a zip line and you want to like shoot people or if you're in a car and you want to shoot people out the window, yeah. which I just never do. Um, so yeah, that takes one of the four slots and you can't get rid of it. And then you've only got three slots and you've got to change between like grenade launchers, oh a shotgun, a... Uh, um, machine gun or if you're sniping there's a sniper rifle or a bow and arrow because you might alternate between them because some will go through certain things and some will go through i mean basically that yeah everything i've said yeah. it sounds like effort yeah and it is and it annoys me yeah i want like they got rid of a lot of faff in the game but i they could get rid of more yeah <laughs> <laughs> But the, I think so that annoys me. I think you are right. There's nothing worse than um, that breaks the immersion more than like having to stop and go through menus during like an epic fight. I mean, it's one, exactly. of, one of the Breath of the Wild um, issues that I had. Your weapon would just constantly break and then you'd have to be like, okay, what should I use now? And you're in the middle of like just about to being hit by someone. Yeah, it does. I, I think that is yeah, it's a common thing that breaks immersion in some games, which is a bit of a shame. Yeah. Mm. And it's not like, and the fact that you're changing your outfit constantly, you have to do that through the actual main menu. That isn't on the weapon. Yeah. That, so, so that isn't even easy, but you have to do it because of the way the game's been designed. So that that just annoys me. Um, and then the other negatives I'd say is the animals. Yeah. They, they, in Primal, and I played it probably two years after it came out or a year after it came out. So it had some time to be updated and patched. But... 
the animals in that were pretty good. Mm. You one died and you could call the next one. Like you, you could really have one after the other after the other until they were all dead. Yeah. Like <laughs> you could you could plan your strategies that way. Um in this they need to there are a few bugs in this game, but it is very new still. But one of the biggest bugs is the animals. They will either just turn up at random times <laughs> when you didn't summon them. Um, and for example, when you're being stealthy and then suddenly Guapo will just wander into, a, <laughs> yes, into the place that you're staking out and then everyone sees him and then sees you. Yeah. Or they just, they die, but they die like at the other side of the compounds and you can't call another animal while one's down, yeah. which is fine, but they, they're just a bit... They're just not as good. Yeah. I found the, the, the animals in Far Cry Primal were just more robust. And once you'd leveled them up, they just could take a few hits before they died. And in this, they just seem to be a bit crap. Well, I mean, apart the, from Guapo. I, uh, the thing I would say is probably Primal when you're talking about sticks and stones as opposed to guns. You know, I think you generally need the animals, yeah, animals yeah, are going to yeah, be yeah. a bit more vulnerable to guns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah, that's a really good point. That's a really good point. Um, but. Yeah, I don't I mean, know. The chicken's like, not going to take a rocket launcher very well. Yeah, they just—I just think they don't work as well. Yeah, also, no, um, you can kind of point them at specific enemies, and sometimes they just won't go, and there's no reason for it. Like the game just needs a little. I think the, the animals just need to be a bit more polished. A bit. Like just mm. just be a bit of polish because they'll just su the weird thing when they just suddenly appear or they suddenly disappear, and you're like, where are they? Um, it just kind of can ruin your sort of experience with them and it means that i don't use them as much as i really hoped i would yeah because i love them so much yeah. in primal um yeah so that as well bit of a sticky one for me <laughs> yeah Fair enough. so those those are my main negatives okay brilliant um so i think the next thing would be is there anything of note that this game really um you know brings out something unique about it I mean, it's very much a Far Cry game, yeah. so it's not unique. Um, it feels like a Far Cry game, plays like a Far Cry game. If you're expecting something really different, this isn't it. Yeah. Um, apart from the things I mentioned early on, um, it's basically the same kind of game. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like what they've done is they've just lent into what they do. Um, and it's worth saying how beautiful this is. Yeah. Like Yara okay. is stunning yeah. as a location, and it definitely ain't, montana <laughs> it's so beautiful there's variation in the different areas mm. so you can be literally in and out of like holiday homes and hotels on the coast and jet skiing mm. around little islands and you feel like you're on holiday it's gorgeous um you can be in a city like you can be in in and amongst little wooden houses and shacks in the mountains mm. um it's a very it's diverse really cool. landscape as well Brilliant. yeah and i love the amount of sort of climbing mm. and grappling up to top the top of massive summits and there's lots of like you can tell this has been a tourist destination because yeah. there's lots of like abandoned um like hotels like, and resorts yeah. yeah and theme parks like dinosaurs like you know like it reminded me of Crystal Palace Park, you know, oh, the really okay. rubbish dinosaurs. Yeah. yeah, there's stuff like that. Like there's a there's an alligator park that you go to and there's like alligator heads that you can get as a as a piece of armor, for okay. example. Like that's that's a novelty item. Um yeah, it's just it's just a really cool, um, beautifully made landscape and exploring it is fun. Mm. Um there's loads of, like every Far Cry game, there's loads of side stuff you can do, which yeah 
none of it really appealed to me to be honest but um you can get you can go down the road of hunting mm. loads and doing racing and if you're into so that much. yeah fishing i mean there's so many fishing spots in this game yeah um yeah if you're into that the world's really rich but again that's nothing new yeah um, Can... but one thing i think they did really well with was really immersing in this um this kind of cuban inspired culture and the music yeah like every vehicle you get into is playing some banging tunes oh, really? like, <laughs> it's really good yeah oh brilliant it's like yeah it's very yeah, you, you definitely feel like you're in a sort of beautiful, warm, exotic environment, even when you're about to get into a massive gunfire, <laughs> crazy fight. Yeah, Brilliant. So, one, one of the yeah. things that I actually wanted to ask about, because um, I've not played Far Cry 3, but I've heard like, the, is it the main protagonist? The bad guy kind of thing was like in, an incredible uh, part of the story. And I found that was the same kind of thing for number four. Is the main mm. protagonist... Does is is he like one of these iconic antagonists? Antagonist. Antagonist. Yeah. Sorry, wrong, I, I An forget. <laughs> antagonist is like antagonist. Oh, he yeah, anta like, antagonizes they, you. Oh, I'm gonna antagonize yeah. you. That's how you. Okay. Um, yeah. So what what's the main antagonist like? Is it one of these people that you're like, oh my god, they're like such a, a character like with so much eccentricness to them, so much charisma that you're just like, I want to fuck you up, bad guy. Um, I know you touched on it briefly no. where you said about the, the nuance and stuff like that, but like actually like the character themselves, like, did I have that? I don't know. There's, there's just a far cry charisma that I kind of think of um, when I think of pagan men. I don't, I wouldn't say charisma. I mean, he himself mm. has a very amazing voice quality. So just listening to his voice in the monologues, there's loads of monologues as you expect mm. um, from far cry in big cutscenes. Um, it's very engaging. The writing is 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 much better as well for his character. But I don't think he's charismatic, but I think that what he's saying is interesting mm. because there's levels to all of it. And also he's always with his son and his son is um, unsure. Like his son looks like he's about 14, mm. Diego. Um, he's unsure. At one point you see him trying to run away to, to join the rebels. You oh, know, like very early yeah. on in the game, this is. Um and so there's a lot of really interesting dynamics between those two and it doesn't make you like um, uh, the antagonist anymore. Like yeah. it makes you kind of think he's not a good person at all. But then when he speaks as a politician, you can see why people would have voted for mm. him. And lots of the characters, even amongst the Gurias, say, I feel bad because I voted for him. Yeah. So that there is that. Like you can see that he he's very much a politician. I think the the way they've written all his dialogue is really good. Yeah. In demonstrating the sort of power he has. Mm. It doesn't feel like charisma, like I guess it is a sort of charisma, but not I don't think in the way that you mean. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's um there's a, yeah, there's a, is there's it gravitas? A is that thing. what it's called? Gravitas. Yeah. yeah, I'd say it's more that. Yeah, I'd say it's more that. But um, he's not someone you like. Yeah. And I think that's right. I think that that's right. But he's also not evil. Yeah. So he's a corrupt human. He's not like a devil. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I think that's an important distinction. And I think that that's something they might have learned from the last game. It's like, you've got a, if you're going to make this sort of feel like it's rooted in a real, um, 
struggle, mm. like the struggle of sort of the people versus governments, then the characters need to have those, yeah. those levels a bit. Yeah. I think it makes the story more interesting, doesn't it? Because then people Definitely. form their own opinions and have their own little theories. I mean, there's so yeah. many little game theories that go on behind the scenes. I mean, there was, yeah. there was um, oh, check out the Far Cry one. There's one about why Pagan Min was actually the good guy in the end, as opposed to the two rebel leaders. Because if you find out what happens in the aftermath of the two rebel leaders taking over, it's not exactly paradise. Um, so yeah, yeah, I guess like that, that gives you a bit more like, uh, curiosity is to like yeah what what is the difference oh like the rebels yeah. necessarily the answer well yeah. yeah exactly and as i said to you like some of the peripheral characters in this like some of the main people that you have to kind of rally to your cause and that's another thing i liked about this game actually that you felt like there was a purpose to everything you were doing mm. so every time you sort of got a military base like that was your base and you accumulate more gorillas and more people as you progress through the game you unlock stuff and like more people will just randomly join you mm -hmm. fighting like <laughs> when you're out and about and stuff like that. And you are getting other factions to join the revolution. And so that there's three main other factions and some of those characters are amazing. Um, there's three older characters in it who are my favorites called the legends mm. and they're like much older, but they've already gone through a mini revolution in the seventies and like, they've got a great history, but just like you're saying, like, one of them reveals something a bit later on in the game, which I won't spoil, but that shows you that they, they weren't perfect, that they had to make hard decisions, that there was a sense of them having to do certain things mm. for the greater good as well. And so it's not it's not good versus evil. And I think they've come down on the, the placement of you as Danny Rohar in a really good way mm. because you are really a bit of an outsider, even though you've joined um, this resistance you're still an outsider and you're still always treading that line of like what what do you think yeah and i think that's that's nice and i think that's really where they went wrong with five because everyone was horrible and you just didn't want to you just didn't like anyone and the the main characters the siblings were just too sort of wacky mm. and out there and just weird and it, and they were just like it it felt very sort of evil in the yeah. sort of biblical sense yeah, which yeah, I yeah. guess it was because they were quoting the bible yeah. constantly so <laughs> I mean <laughs> okay brilliant um so yeah lastly well second to last penultimately uh recommendations penultimately yeah who, who, recommendations. who would you recommend um, this game to I think actually if you've never played a Far Cry game and you enjoy an open world um this would be a good one to go for I'd say mm. um I think that what they've done with connecting you with Danny as a character by allowing you to actually see them um, is really good. I think, as I said, the writing is better. The story is better. Um, uh, yeah, I think if you've never played a Far Cry, like you might as well dive into this one mm. because I feel like it's Far Cry enough to give you an idea, but it's also maybe a bit more accessible in terms of you feeling connected to yeah. a character and a story. Um, yeah, so... I'd recommend it for most people who like open world games, uh, first person shooters. Um, yeah, I, I, I think, but the, the, the thing I would say with that recommendation is don't spend all your time on the side quests yep. because it is a really big map and it, it, you can probably get through this game in 25 hours yeah. or you can take a week. 
I mean, you so, can take hundreds of hours. I was just going to say, um, speaking of, of taking a week, we've almost spent 50 minutes on this game. <laughs> what? So, 45. Well, yeah, we get yeah. into that number. So let, let's round up quickly and just uh, finish oh my off gosh. with a rating. So what would you give okay. it out of 10, Jim? Uh, I'm going to rate this game um, eight and a half out of 10. Brilliant. Yeah. I really like good, it. Good, yeah, I really good. like it. I think it's back on track. Yeah. Well done. It well sounds done. like you really, really enjoy it from your very uh, elongated discussion about it but yeah it hey, was no 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 no, no it's not a bad game. no it's not a bad thing i'm i'm i mean just, i'm trying to compliment that it, it is obviously you know brought out a lot, a lot of positivity from you so yeah no no i'm t- i was trying to be nice fuck here now don't know no you're mean to me uh, oh i hate you i hate you too i hate you, I hate you. <laughs> i'm not All getting right, you anything it's your turn it to talk. Is. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. So, um, oh, okay. No, no, no. <sighs> you, you asked me the question. I'll be professional. Uh, I like you where I just jump in. Right. R- remind us of the title of the game that you are going to review <laughs> today. Poetry for Neanderthals. I and think. what is this game about in a nutshell? So, um, it's a word guessing game in which you can only use one syllable words to describe the prescribed word that you are given. Um, You on every card have two separate options, a low scoring option, which will just be a singular word. So say for Mm -hmm. example, broccoli. And then you'll have on the bottom, generally I think it's a word that relates to that, but a bit more extended, like tender leaf broccoli stem or something like that. And you as... um, the Neanderthal uh, doing the poetry have to uh, describe oh, yeah. that in the given time. You have to, I think you've got about a minute to get through as many as you can. Um, uh-huh. Each one that you get right gets either one point for the easy one, three points for the hard one. However, if you have to pass, uh-huh. you put it in the negative one pile. And if you use a word that is longer than two syllables, sorry, longer than one syllable, two syllables or longer, you get hit with yeah. what's called the no stick. No. Yeah. And the person who hits you has to say, no, bad. And that's it. Okay. You lose a point. Okay. They, they actually have to say no bad. Yes. This is why it's called the okay. no stick. All yeah. right. Okay. So, uh, what is the no stick? It's literally just an inflatable stick. Um, so in general, it shouldn't hurt you. But like, obviously with our family, yeah, it got a bit violent. <laughs> And um, okay, so tell me where you've played this then. Oh, we actually played it um, at a few different parties, really. We've had it um, like w- during the lockdown, we played it a few times with the family. Um, but then also, when Beth and I moved into our new flat, we had some friends around and played it kind of drunkenly. So we, we didn't actually play by oh. the proper rules, but it was just such a funny game that we were just like, oh, let's, let's play poetry for Neanderthals. Obviously, all of us were pretty pissed, but. Um, <laughs> it was a really, really good fun game. Yeah, so this is obviously another game from the Atomic Exploding Kittens. Oh, Exploding Kittens. Exploding. What's Atomic no, Kittens? Not from a 90s, <laughs> that's a 90s girl group. Well, you know, it's oh easy. Okay, sorry. I, I, I forgot to um, say that I'm actually suffering from the flu quite bad. So I'm very drugged up. So excuse me if I thought it was a pop band <laughs> that made this game. <laughs> you can be hung over. Can you imagine though? Can you imagine the Tommy <laughs> Kitten uh, making a game where they hit people with sticks? Um, actually, I'd pay to see that. I mean, why not? Reunion tour with with 
sticks. Yeah, I mean, I guess they're not really making like <laughs> the money that they're used to. They might have, they might have to diversify their business. So you know, maybe could be maybe maybe the, <laughs> the nostalgia cloud isn't uh, sustaining them anymore. Um, right. So yeah. So this obviously is from the exploding kittens. <laughs> That's the games one. development. <laughs> yeah. Um, publishers. Um, what was your expectation, therefore, before you played I this? I don't really know, to be honest. This is one of those games. I think I actually bought it uh, for us, like just as a game for us all to play, um, on the recommendation that it was just quite a funny, easy to play game. And, and yeah, 100% mm. lived up to that expectation. Um, yeah, it's just very accessible and just instant. I think it's like an instant classic game to play, to be honest um yeah it's, it's definitely become one of my favorites at, at a party because it's just so stupid and uh, do you know <laughs> what we're gonna play i th i feel like we should play um a round of it what now yeah so i've got a word okay. um okay written in front oh, of oh, me oh, on the, live on the podcast yeah, live on the podcast because oh, you know there's okay. no better way to demonstrate a game than actually playing it so okay. you're gonna have to All guess right, I'm, I'm down I'm all right down. so this is the one um the single point one okay so okay cluck 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 bird go on chicken hey there we go cluck cluck bird on farm leg cluck cluck bird um, on farm leg eat yum 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 leg. okay Ch chicken leg not whole leg, chicken? not whole leg, top leg. Chicken thigh. Hey, there we go. Three points. Okay. Well done. Yeah. What, wait, what, what was the farm thing? Well, chickens go on farms, don't they? Okay. Yeah, yeah that was misleading. Okay. Oh, yeah, I got it. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> well done. Woo! Yeah, because obviously if I said bird, like that could be any bird. But do another on one. Do another one. Right. I want to do uh, one more. Right, go right, on right, one right. more. Let, one me, more. let me think of a word. Okay. See, mm -hmm. so um, listeners, okay. um, see if you can get it before right, I do. Right, right, right. Right. On wall, go tick tock. Tick tock on wall. Clock. Yes. Uh, wall clock. Yes. Um, on end of arm, tick tock. Uh, wristwatch. On, no, no, no. Or what? No, no. On, I can say the word once you've said it. On clock, okay. end of arm. End of arm with point. Stopwatch? Point, point. End of arm. My arm, end. Uh, hand? Hand watch, wrist watch. I said wrist watch. No, hand watch. <laughs> clock hand. Watch hand. Clock yeah. hand. Oh my God, I'm <laughs> such a numpty. Uh, I'm sure you at home got that uh, quicker than I did. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's funny because when people get heated or under pressure and they say like, I don't know, um, something with two syllables and then the opponent just whacks them. It's like, no. It's just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. It oh, is, I love it. I love it. I love honestly, it. it's such a fun game. I absolutely oh, love it. Oh, that's good. That Yeah, and you could kind of, rig up a electric shock system and play that over zoom as well oh my god yeah sure why not <laughs> <laughs> so if there's ever another lockdown though i feel like the delay in zoom might be a bit distracting but hey we'll give it a go yeah you might just get a shock like five minutes later <laughs> it could be hilarious um so so these games um because well, we've we've played a lot of the games from mm. these developers um they are they contain a certain style of artwork like is that 
here as well? Is it on the yeah, cards? Yeah, well, like, how do not you... really. Not really on the cards. The cards are just basically. I think you've got like a green splat for the three points and mm. a red splat for the uh, one point. But the actual uh, box art is is very much akin to that. And if you go on the website and look up poetry from Neanderthal, Neanderthals, um, the explanation is all like as if it was done by neanderthals so oh, that, yeah cute. it's like two syllables bad no kind of thing and then it's got cavemen yeah. um yeah uh demonstrating the game it's quite funny um yeah, so yeah i mean that's what i love about them they go sort of above and beyond to contextualize all the games yeah. with that like just a little bit of additional fun yeah i love it yeah, yeah yeah oh that's great yeah so what is your favorite thing about the game or what are your positives about the game it's hilarious like it just gets especially if you're drinking it's just honestly so funny and you just look like an idiot trying to explain these words um (laughs) and then yeah when you get something wrong and someone just twats you around the head it's i don't know it's just something so simple but so comical about it um yeah yeah i mean it's so accessible as well like you could play this with kids with adults everyone would be able to do it really so, yeah, it's just an inclusive, very happy, fun, positive game. And I don't think you can really... It's not a game you get stressed over. It's just nice. Yeah. yeah. How, how long does it normally take to play through? Or is that just up to um, you? Can you just go as long as you want? I, I think you, the way we've done it, we've done it in rounds because there was quite a few of us. So essentially mm-hmm. what you do, you all sit in a circle. There's two teams and you're... Um, alternating between teams if that makes sense so Mm -hmm. i'll be on team a the person next to me will be team b and you just go in Mm -hmm. a circle collecting as many points and then i think once it's back to the beginning again you tally up which team got the most points um so yeah i guess it would depend on how many people that you've got with you or how long how many turns you want to go around but uh, you know it's it's not going to be longer than 10 15 minutes um unless you like you know we did uh we did a podcast um a couple of months ago about like warm-up games would you recommend this as a sort of warm-up game ahead of a bigger game session yeah actually Yeah, yeah it would be a really really good one um just get you in the mood yeah definitely (laughs) i I I think it might even be a bit better a little bit later on because part okay an end game when you're a bit drunker yeah or maybe like (laughs) an an intermediate what's it what's it called like an intermediary is that the right word intermission intermission game game. yeah there you go like something where you're a little bit half cut and you're like before we start the next epic board game why don't we hit each other with the nose stick and play in the poetry yeah. from the Andertops? Oh, that sounds good. <laughs> and and does it work when you're drunk? You said you played it when you're oh, drunk. Oh, it's so Is funny. It? Yeah. Because you are it basically a Neanderthal. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Love it. Um, Is there anything about this game that is then more negative or that you think they could have improved on? Well, they should have made um the nose stick uh, armet proof because it's, it's popped. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh, the Armets. Oh, our family are so aggressive when it comes to games. I mean, that's I don't why even we think always it say this is long. A... I think it was like literally the first time we played it, and it popped. So you know. So what do you use now, or did you get a new one? Um, what were we? I think we just rolled up some paper. Okay. <laughs> kind of right. does the same I mean... thing, but it's oh, not yeah. as fun as the no stick. But um, I guess 
Do they sell replacement ones? I don't know. I've not looked, to be honest. But I think we're going to have to... Is it just our family that just popped them? Well, <laughs> I haven't seen any negative reviews of it online being like, my family pops the no stick. So pro- probably... <laughs> oh, we God. are extra competitive at the end of the day. And like, you know, yeah. throw throw burrito did lead to um, oh, that, that a is... bruised eye and some broken glass. Yeah. <laughs> so, that, you know, yeah, oh. It's no Again, wonder. Throw Throw Burrito is from the same um, games publishers and yeah, also just chaotic violence. Oh, love it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when played by us, most normal people would just be fine with it. We just destroy furniture, bruise We're eyes. just extra, aren't we? We, we are just extra. <laughs> oh, I love us though, Eric. I love us. I know. I love us um, too. Okay, but in terms of the actual portability of the game and stuff, you could just like tiny pop box, it in a yeah, bag stick in the bag. It. It's yeah. really, really easy. Not a lot of moving pieces at all. It's just cards, no stick box, and then a couple of mats for your points. So so easy, so basic. And the thing is, you could even do it with words that aren't in the thing. You could probably make up your own um, list of them if, for whatever reason, you got to the end, yeah. you, you ran out of, um, you know, it just became a bit too obvious, like Linky does. It's just easy mm. that you can just like, for example, what I just came up with there is so, so easy. I mean, it could even be done as a bit of a travel game, like a, a alternative to yeah. I Spy, but a lot more fun and actually yeah, in the car and someone's got something <laughs> exactly. that they can throw at, like they can throw something at you in the car, like a stress board. No, 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 no. Let's not throw stuff in the car because uh, that. W- oh, not the driver. Not the yeah, driver. But it will everyone like- else. <laughs> I know, I need but the Jeopardy's fun passengers. though. The Jeff. All right. Okay. Well, I guess yeah. That would make it a bit more exciting. So yeah, if you get it wrong, you might die. Oh uh, yeah. All right. I won't say that. But you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Yes. A better ice. Or maybe you can just poke the person if they get it wrong. Yeah. The no. Who poke. knows? Um, <laughs> actually, that sounds rude. <laughs> Not one to Christ. play with your family. Um, so is there anything else about the game that you want to highlight or draw attention to it it is unlike your game it is a very simple but simply done but very well done game so there's there's nothing particularly special other than the fact you you're using single syllables um i don't really know any other games any word guessing games that do that and that does make you just sound like yeah it it does make you sound like a neanderthal and it's yeah, it's just it just adds to the hilarity of it all. Just going, yeah, yeah, bird farm, cluck cluck, like <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I really want to try. Yeah. Um, so who would you recommend this game to them? Uh, families and friends. I think it's for everyone, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When when I played, yeah, it, it's it sounds not... like it would be yeah. really accessible yeah. to everyone. You you could play it um, literally with um with kids. You could play it with old people <laughs> um you could play it with your your mates who are just at a party and just mm. you know want to have a bit of a silly game to entertain yeah because really. i guess even though you are whacking someone as a group or a family you can agree like you're only allowed to do it on a hand or like you could nominate someone who is a whacker if you i mean this thing is literally like an inflatable like, it's thing adaptable. so it, it shouldn't yeah. hurt but yeah 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 yeah. but do you know what i yeah. mean like if you had small kids and they were like we were when we were oh, kids yeah. actually aggressive to each other yeah. actually our other brother more than us but yeah yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> he threw a chair at my head once <laughs> um <laughs> he was so evil <laughs> he's become such a nice young man now 
I know he's lovely now, isn't he? <laughs> um, but yeah, like I can see how it would just be a lot of fun for mm. a lot of people. Which brings us nicely, Erin, mm-hmm. to your rating. What would you rate poetry for Neanderthals? Nine out of ten. Nine out of ten, definitely. <gasps> yeah. It's great. Great it's, high score. Yeah, games it's honestly today. of of those shorter kind of party games, it is I can't really think of one that I enjoy more. Maybe some to a similar kind mm-hmm. of level, but it's just it's just great. Great, easy game. Yeah. Wonderful. Thank you. Um and this is why your games review took 15 minutes. Mine <laughs> took 45. <laughs> well, uh, they're different caliber <laughs> of games, but they're all they're both still games in their own right. So they both, you know, deserve their own little review. But I guess it balances <gasps> that whole episode out. So, you know, good it, choices. It does really. indeed. Um, because we do, you know, we do, especially now we're meeting in in person, in public, in, in public and in person yep. again. Um, we are trying to get more board games and card-based games uh, into our reviews because for ages we were only reviewing video games. So it's nice to mix it up, especially as we are coming up to the festive period and people are considering what kind of presents to buy. Um, a nice little simple board game that you can play when you're a bit tipsy is not a bad shout, is it? No, not at all. (laughs) (laughs) And I can't wait to play it all for Christmas as well. Christmas games are always great fun. um, Do you want to attempt a Tim's Tasty Tipple in Tim's Absence? Oh, okay. So do I do your game and then you do my game? Sure, why not? All right. So mine is set in a pretend version of Cuba, remember? Uh, Okay. Revolutions. Okay, 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 okay. So your game sounds like, (laughs) um, like you said, it's very accessible, but there's a lot of levels to it and a lot of layers. So the thing I I think of immediately, and especially because uh, of the name as well as what the cocktail is made of, is a Havana zombie. So, um, what's that made of? So, it's pineapple juice, orange juice, and then it's like a a mix of different spirits. I think it's like three different types of rum, and then sometimes you put like tequila or something in it as well. Now, the thing is with with this drink, it is beautifully um, fruit juice like that. It is just quite happy. You could quite happily just go like that, but um, there's levels to it. You will get absolutely shit faced if you do not take your time. okay (laughs) which actually is a bit like the game if you spend too long uh grinding all those um bases and doing side missions uh you get completely off your face Mm -hmm. with how massive the game is and you (laughs) cannot cope anymore Um, (laughs) (laughs) all right so let me try poetry for for neanderthals then um so you are a basic person Mm -hmm. um don't have many skills. Can't really articulate very well. Mm. Um, but you are a poet. Maybe you're mentally regressed somewhat. Um, <laughs> there is an alcohol that uh, has a really bad reputation um, for making you regress, become a bit violent, maybe. <laughs> a bit caveman-like. Um, so I'm going to go for a pint of premium Stella. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, very good, actually. (laughs) (laughs) I think you might have won this. (laughs) Thanks. Yeah, that was quite good. Um, Well, thank you for tuning in for this episode of My Turn Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed the chaos and the madness and me talking for 45 minutes. Thank you. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It's a big game, Erin. It's a big game. I I I still got more to say. 
oh well maybe we can do a second episode on it at some point <laughs> yeah um but uh yeah thank you for tuning in uh please 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 support the pod by sharing give uh, us likes by subscribing to us give us likes um what will we do if they give us a five-star review on itunes erin um we will lick them and say well done Okay, or we'll give you a shout out oh, in our next yeah. episode. Oh, yeah. How that, about um, that? Yeah, that's probably a lot more sensible. I wasn't sure where you were going with that, so, you know, just kind of made it up. I don't know. I just, I was just throwing it out there to see. Okay, yeah, people. no, but no, like, no. You know, if they taste nice, we can lick them. Well, we them. can lick people oh, now. That sounded. That sounded <laughs> we're going to call it there. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.